Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So we come to an interesting point in Matthew's gospel where Matthew records a miracle of Jesus where literally it's one of the few miracles and one of the few uh, passages in in the gospels. Well, I guess a few is probably the wrong word, but there's not many, um, where all four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, record this miracle. And so Matthew records it, Mark records it, John and Luke all record this gospel where Jesus feeds 5,000 people. And so I I think it is good that we go back. We, We said this a little bit in an earlier episode. But I think now that it's that it's come up, maybe you're listening to the podcast and you're a new listener. Um, I think it's good that we kind of go back and just talk about this for just a second. Is is just to remind ourselves that when the gospels differ, they don't contradict. Right? Uh, having a different story and contradicting is completely different thing, right? That's, that's completely different thing. So some people look at this, and it's kind of a shallow argument, but you might hear some people say, hey, uh, the Gospels, they don't agree with each other. One Gospel writer says this. The other Gospel writer says that. Um, that means the two can't coincide together. That means there's there's lying happening. There's things happening. And um, and that's just not true. And so there's three things that we can kind of keep in mind uh, when it comes to the Gospels differing but not contradicting. So here's the three things real quick. Um, four guys, different guys, are going to tell different variations of the same story. If I go back to ask four people how the last Wednesday night was we had, we're going to get four different variations. Um, if I asked you what I preached on, maybe one of them wouldn't even remember it. <laughs> but uh, but maybe you might get three people saying the, you know one thing they remembered and the other person might remember something else. So it's not saying that they're lying. It's just they're remembering the night differently. And there's different things they remember and different things they emphasize. So that's the first thing is there's four different guys are going to tell different variations of the same story. It doesn't mean they're lying. They just remember it differently. So that's the first thing. Second thing is that different gospel writers, when the way they write and the way they present Jesus is they're emphasizing different things. And now this sounds kind of weird for us today in a 21st century context because for us, a biography or an autobiography is supposed to be, um, or a history book is supposed to be, you know, down to the T, everything that possibly happened right then and right there. And and we kind of sometimes um, use that 21st century framework and put it on first century writers, and it just simply doesn't work. Like uh, a bio, an autobiography or a biography here in this case is what we think of the Gospels, it simply doesn't work that way. And that's okay. Like for the first century people, this would not have been a problem at all that there was, I mean, cause think about it. I mean, we have 21 or Matthew has 28 chapters. There's so much more he could have written about Jesus' life than just 28 chapters, but he chooses to include certain things. And so, um, so what he's doing there is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are all choosing to present uh, a, a version of Jesus. And it's not saying these versions are different. It's just they are emphasizing different things. And so we've been talking about this a lot in Matthew's gospel. Matthew is presenting Jesus as the answer to everything that the people of the Old Testament were looking for, right? That's what Matthew is doing. And then, so you look at John and John is presenting Jesus in a different way. So a great example of this is when John presents this story, when Jesus feeds thousands of people, John sandwiches that right in where Jesus is talking about that he is the bread of life. 
So John is clearly using this story to set up Jesus talking about himself as the bread of life. And so they're each of the gospel writers, although they might differ, they're emphasizing and choosing to emphasize under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, different things. So that's the first two things to remember. Four different guys are going to tell different versions. Doesn't mean they're lying. It's just different. And then secondly, different gospel writers emphasize different things. And then finally, third, real quick, um, something to think about when the gospels differ is I think this is a good argument is that differences actually add to the validity of the gospels. Because if four guys wrote exactly the same thing down to a T, you know what that looks like? That looks like four guys got in a room together before they made up some story and said, okay, let's make sure our story lines up and our story is good. But yeah, that's not what happens, right? There, there's some differences and there's nuances and, and Luke tells things differently than John and Matthew tells different this differences than Mark and all these things. And, and so to me, that actually adds to the validity that these are four different writers writing on their own and there's um there's all kinds of discussion about Matthew barring from Mark a little bit, but that's a, a different podcast for a different day. But it's essentially four guys under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit writing these events of Jesus' life, and the fact that they differ is is okay. So three things to think about. Four guys are going to tell a story a different way. Different gospel writers are emphasizing different things. And finally, that differences actually add to the validity of the gospels because they did not conspire the same story together. So with all that being said, real quick, let's think about this feeding of the 5,000. We, ha- we have to remember This is Jesus coming right after hearing the news of John the Baptist. John the Baptist was beheaded at the beginning of Matthew chapter 14. And then verse 13 says this, when Jesus heard about it, that's the news about John the Baptist, he withdrew from there by boat to a remote place to be alone. So so Jesus goes just just to get away, to reflect, probably to pray. Honestly, probably to mourn. Mourning is not a bad thing. He, he's mourning the loss of, of a loved one, mourning the loss of a friend. He, he retreats. He gets away. But look at what happens in verse 13. When the crowds heard about this, they followed him on foot from the towns. Isn't that like the worst? Like, like Jesus is trying to get away. He's trying to have his moment. And yet crowds hear that he's trying to get away. And they go and follow him. Now, here's what's absolutely amazing. It says, when he went ashore, she's just come away from mourning. He saw a large crowd. And he had compassion on them and he healed their sick. And it's after this that the disciples are like, Jesus is getting late. You need to send them home. And Jesus is basically like, no, you you give them food. And they're like, we don't have any food. And Jesus says, bring me what you got, right? And he says, he takes five loaves and two fish and he feeds thousands of people. But the compassion of Jesus here that Matthew emphasizes is unbelievable. The man of Jesus ever had a moment to just say, you know what, guys, I'm not in the healing mood right now. I'm not in the teaching mood. A friend of mine just died. A major person in my life just died. I'm just going to withdraw for a second. Jesus had a legitimate excuse here. But Jesus sees the crowd and he has compassion on them and he meets every single one of their needs. That's amazing. That's absolutely incredible. And I'm grateful, man, that Jesus, he could have looked past you. He could have looked past me. Instead, he did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, as a Philippians 2 would say, but he took on the very nature of a servant, that he had compassion on me, he had compassion on you to give his life for you and I, so that he can meet every single one of our needs, and that is amazing. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.